I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now, and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. We're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills. But where do you start? Unless you're a medical bill expert, finding savings can seem impossible. Well, HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance and flags errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. So start saving with knowing where to look. Visit HealthLock.com today before you see another healthcare provider. That's HealthLock.com. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Third hour of the Clay Travis Buck Sexton Show already here, flying by today. If you want to talk to us, we'll get to some calls back of this hour, 800 282 2882. Ukraine will break it down. I'll put on my, I don't know, an ex-CIA hat. Is that a thing? I'll put on my ex-CIA hat, Clay, and I'll get into the latest here. I think the biggest implications, of course, what it means for U.S. military, U.S. involvement, which I think this whole audience knows. Uh, We do not want to go to war in any capacity with Russia over Ukraine. I think think that's where, but let's talk about who's pushing for what and what the Biden regime is doing right now. We will get into all of that. You got one guy who will be familiar to some of you from the second impeachment of Trump, who's saying we could be on the uh, on the cusp of a World War II style war in Europe, which is completely insane. We, we, we I mean, I, Clay, it's nuts. I mean, do you just. Well, I mean, my, I want I want to really dive into this Ukraine thing because I was having a conversation with my wife last night and my oldest son. And I think the vast majority of people out there, first of all, couldn't point to Ukraine on a map. Let's start here. Uh, Democrats, Republicans, independents. Most people don't know anything about Ukraine. I had to look it up. Uh, and uh, have you been to Ukraine? I have not. have not. Okay. I mean, you've been all over the world, yeah. so I thought you might have been to Ukraine. And I think a lot of people's question is, why, why should I care? That's the question that I get the most commonly about Ukraine. And so you are the former CIA spook. You are the guy who has knowledge of uh, international affairs, frankly, on a level that I do not. Why should I and many people out there uh, like me who are not aggressively following foreign affairs in Eastern Europe? Why should I care about what happens in Ukraine? Very good question that not a lot of people have a particularly good answer to right now. Let's. I, I, can I just put a pin in that question? We Set switched the up the that, topics. That, we're we're going to no, discuss that this hour. No, let's, so, yeah. let's do Ukraine. Let's do Ukraine. But I just want to, I, yeah. I mentioned the World War II style 
uh, war. This is Lieutenant Colonel Vindman. Remember this guy from the Ukraine phone call, everybody, uh, where, oh, Donald Trump needed to be impeached over this. It was The whole thing was so absurd. Of course, now Vindman is a hero to the left. He was nonpartisan. He was a, he was a veteran. He's nonpartisan. That's what they were saying. Here's what he's saying now about this. I think we're basically just on the cusp of war. I think it's all but certain in my mind that there's going to be a large European war on the order of magnitude of World War II with air power, sea power, massive ground forces offensives. I think that at this point, we also need to start preparing for the day after, the day of that outcome, for the humanitarian catastrophe that's going to unfold in Europe. And we're going to have to come to the reality that there are going to be seismic effects on the geopolitical landscape, the economic landscape. The American people should be aware of because there are going to be direct impacts on the U.S. economy, on U.S. national security. And we should just be doing everything we can to prepare for that. But the ball is in, in Putin's court. OK, this is there's so much wrong here that it's hard to even just say it's wrong. Let's start with 40 to 60 million people, depending on whose estimates died in the Second World War. Civilians, military, all across the board, you know, on the battlefield, in the death camps, in the bombings, everything. 40 to 60 million is the number I think that most people use. Uh, so let's call it roughly 40 million. And that's insane. That's not going to happen. Clay, we already had Russia take Crimea. Russia is already at war in some capacity in eastern Ukraine, and it is not causing a conflagration that's brought in all of NATO and European nations and all the rest of it. The, the concern, you're asking, why should we care? Uh, the answer is most people don't really care to the point where they think that we should put any military force involved here. Ukraine is an allied country, so we want to help our allies. We don't want anything bad to happen to Ukraine, but it's not our fight. And so you're asking me, why, why do we care? Well, it's all a question of how much do we care, not why. Right? We care because we don't want war anywhere. But what do we do about it in this context? The Biden administration is considering moving U.S. military right on the periphery of Ukraine for, to be in NATO countries, what's that really going to do? There's a big difference, and Putin knows it, between invading a NATO-allied country and invading Ukraine right now. I think that's at least understood. Um, but if this is something that breaks out into some kind of a military confrontation, there'll be Ukrainians who are fighting, and there will be international outrage and sanctions it's not going to turn into World War II, though, and that's just unhelpful and I think kind of crazy to say at this point. Yeah, look, I care in the context of I support democracy around the world. When I say, why should I care? I mean it in the context of why should I care about the United States right. getting involved Soldiers. in this particular do, do battle? Do we care to the point where you would send your sons in 10 years in the same situation? And the answer is no. Right. I would be opposed. I've got three boys. I would be opposed to any of them being sent to Ukraine to fight against Russia invading there. Some of you out there may disagree. The bigger picture question, I guess, Buck, is if Putin somehow took, based on what happened in Crimea and also what may happen in Ukraine, if he took a limited, muted, insubstantial response from allied democracies around the world to mean that he could further invade do we get into a situation, I mean, other countries, do we get into a situation where he feels like he has free reign to go back after other former Soviet satellites that have now declared their independence because they are a traditional part of Mother Russia? I suppose that would be the concern, is that there's a form of appeasement in, oh, it's only Crimea, oh, it's only Ukraine, 
and he decides to keep pushing the envelope with the misguided belief being that there's not going to be any consequences for his act. There's also the realities of what the Russian military could even accomplish if they took the most expansion uh, expansionist and uh, aggressive posture, right? I mean, the Russian economy is under $2 trillion a year. It's like $1.6 trillion, $1.7 trillion. The French economy, just, just one country in NATO, one European country, is $3 trillion, just by way of comparison, right? So before we all start getting worked up about this is not the Soviet Union. They do not have the same force projection capabilities. They do have a large nuclear stockpile. I don't think anyone thinks they're about to start nuking NATO countries and, and destroy the whole world. Everyone needs to take a step back and calm down a little bit who's talking about this in such uh, overheated and, I think, apocalyptic terms. What we're going to do is what we've done in the past, largely with these issues, where we try to convince Russia not to engage in these acts. There are red lines. Invading a NATO country is a red line. Now, you can you can argue about whether that should be a red line for our military, but that is a red line, right? We are contractually bound, in a sense, through the NATO charter to take military action in response to any Russian incursion into a NATO country. Ukraine is not a NATO country, okay? So we, we're dealing with a different circumstance here, and Russia already has substantial uh, footholds in that country, not just seizing of Crimea, but also in the eastern Donbass region. And that's been ongoing now for years. So, you know, you're, you're, in, you're in a different place, a different situation. And the Biden administration, I do think it's funny they didn't try any of this crap during Trump. Let's just of point course. that out. The Russian puppet Despite Donald Trump, the fact, Yes, yeah. that's exactly right. You know, I, no, I was just going to say, Buck, here's my concern. We've never really seen this happen with a country that has nuclear weapons. Right. We understand that Iran wants to get nuclear weapons. North Korea wants to get nuclear weapons. But it's almost like you're shadow boxing. When I hear, oh, we're going to have a World War II style battle. Well, yeah, but in World War II, there wasn't at the beginning of World War II the ability to inflict mass casualty events with atomic bombs. Right. We, we, we hadn't had the Manhattan Project. And so my concern is just, Buck, if you've ever seen, you know, a schoolhouse fight. Two guys get into a fist fight. Most of the time, it ends with the fist fight. Guys are over it. You get all the angst out. But sometimes a guy gets his ass kicked, and he feels so bad about the fact that he got his ass kicked that he goes to the next level. Knife, gun, whatever it might be. And he feels like in order to get back whatever he lost in terms of the perception of his toughness or of his power or of his overall impact, he goes to the next level And I could see, this is what concerns me a little bit about getting involved militarily here. To your point, Rush, uh, Buck, on the size of the Russian economy, for instance, Russia is an embarrassed country. Uh, And Putin, really, his entire regime is about the collapse of the Soviet Union and trying to recapture, based on my reading of this, some of the cultural cachet that existed. Russia is a humiliated, in some ways, country. And humiliated, backed into the corner countries don't always behave rationally. So my concern is when they have the ability to go to that next level, Russia's like the guy who loses a fist fight and decides, I'm going to bring out the next level of weaponry. But there's no, so there's there's really no likelihood that Russia would, and to your point, we're talking about nukes, right? This is what gets yes. everyone so concerned. Russia's conventional military is advanced and, and capable but look at look at what an advanced and capable military like ours 
accomplished in 20 years in Afghanistan in terms of occupation. Seizing territory yes. with people that are culturally, linguistically different from you who don't want you there is a very, very complicated thing. Now, another complicating factor in this is that in the eastern part of Ukraine, as well as other parts of Ukraine, there are a lot of Russian speakers who are also Ukrainian speakers, but do have affinity for the Russian Federation, do feel like their interests would be better served in some context if there were closer relationship, at least with the with the Kremlin. And so it's not as it's not as cut and dry. It's obviously not the same thing as when the Soviets invaded Afghanistan and the disaster that they went through there. But in terms of uh, escalation to nuclear to the the true nuclear option of using nuclear weapons, they're looking to control Ukraine. They're not looking to make it a wasteland of nuclear fallout for the next you know 500 years right oh so, yeah i'm talking about going after one of the nato countries with yeah. nuclear weapons the, 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 the russian military does not really have the they don't have the capability to do that and they wouldn't take that risk and beyond that i don't think they want that right they want ukraine has a tremendous importance in the in the the russian uh mindset remember ukraine had the third people forget this after the, the wall fell Ukraine had the third most nuclear weapons in the world when the Soviet Union fell. And Ukraine actually gave up its nukes as part of an agreement which the UK and Great Britain were signatories to, as well as Russia, by the way. We will defend your territorial integrity. Don't worry. Just give up your nukes because you can't really be trusted as this country right now to keep full control over them and handle them. There is a lesson here. One, when you got nukes, you never give up your nukes. And two... Uh, I think that people need to understand that there is a longstanding uh, desire from within Russia to have not just a closer relationship, but perhaps a symbiotic relationship with Ukraine that outranks whatever is going to outpace whatever diplomatic rancor we come up with from the U.S. and, and NATO side of this. Worth mentioning, too, a lot of the European countries are so desperately in need of Russian gas and oil that they're not going to really stand up to Russia. For instance, Germany, their entire economy would collapse if they lost their access to Russian oil and gas. So and the Russian so, economy, though, right? So it's kind well, of mutually yeah, assured true. destruction. But there's a symbiosis there, I think, that maybe didn't exist in earlier days of the Cold War because Russia has joined more of the global economic system. Yeah, R- Russia, just forever, Russia's not about to, like, invade Latvia, Poland, Romania. They couldn't do it. I mean, they couldn't do it. They would actually just start losing horribly. And, you know, th- this is not going to happen. So people need to take a step back, calm down. I think what Vinman said about World War II style uh, war is completely insane. And so that's where we are right now. You know, everyone just take a deep breath. We got this one covered. I mean, this audience knows we're, we're going to. Well, we know what's going on here. Just the Biden regime. That's the part of this. You know, what are they going to do? That does get me a little concerned. How you save your money, how you invest your money. These are very personal matters. Projecting the value of your savings account, that's a universal concern. We all want to have a savings account that doesn't shrink in value as inflation starts to really impact us. The best way to protect that value is investing some of your savings in precious metals like gold and silver. Owning real gold is a practical matter these days, and the Oxford Gold Group leads the way in making it easy to accomplish. For me, they've actually delivered real gold to my home. Once I purchased it, they organized all the rest, and all I had to do was sign for the delivery then safely stored away. And now I have it. It's in my possession. Holding real gold in your hands is a special feeling. If you think buying real gold is complicated, my friends at the Oxford Gold Group are who you need to call. They'll explain everything to you. Having real gold delivered to your home or having real gold as part of your IRA, it is just a phone call away with Oxford Gold. Call them at 833-404-GOLD. 
Learn how you can have real gold in your IRA and delivered to your door. That's the Oxford Gold Group at 833-404-GOLD, 833-404-G-O-L-D. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Today, more than ever, we're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills. But where do you start? Unless you're a medical bill expert, finding savings can seem impossible. And who has the time? HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your family's insurance and reviews your medical claims as they come in from your healthcare providers. Then HealthLock's technology flags and alerts you to any errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and frauds to help you and your family save. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from selected past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save more than $130 million. Saving on medical bills starts with knowing where to look, and HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden medical bill errors. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. That's HealthLock.com. Pure Talk, the cell phone company we both rely on, is further investing in their customers without charging an extra penny. Pure Talk is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, but now they're giving you coverage in more than 50 countries, too. Unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. You keep your phone number and your phone unless you want to get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Up to you. Go to puretalk.com slash buck and make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash buck, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Switch to Pure Talk so you can afford to travel this summer. Welcome back in. Monday edition, hour number two. Hope all of you are having a fantastic start to your week. Thank you for spending it with us. I want to thank the crew down in Fort Myers, Florida, 92.5 WFSX, our affiliate down there. Hundreds of you came out for our event on Friday night. Had a lot of fun meeting all of you. Thanks for being there. Encourage you, while you still can, Enemy of the State, Clay and Buck Show, go subscribe to our content. Make sure you don't miss a minute. As we were preparing to go on the show here on Monday, staff let us know 
that our interview from last week with Senator Rand Paul, doctor, Kentucky senator, was not allowed to be posted by YouTube because they said that Rand Paul was spreading misinformation. I remember that interview and kind of think a doctor's opinion on COVID worth letting people hear. Not to mention that he is a democratically elected senator and also that he's up for re-election. And so if you disagree, you should be able to hear all of the opinions of those that you agree and disagree with in order to become a more informed citizenry. That is the foundation of democracy. And whether you like Buck or I, we have a big audience that we want to be able to interact with. We thank all of you every single day for hanging out with us. And we talk to newsmakers on this program all the time. And so that is part of what we do. So not allowing a media outlet to post an interview that they did with a sitting United States senator, to me, represents a fundamentally anti-democratic act by YouTube. And we need you guys to support us and subscribe to us any way imaginable. Thank you to the 400-plus affiliates out there. Thank you to Julie Talbot and Premier for letting us speak the truth, our opinions, and our facts that are important with you every single day. And by the way, I'm not sure that we've ever had, Buck, more necessity for people speaking out and saying what the truth is. The stock market right now, as we are speaking, down a 1,000 points. There are many reasons, as there always are, in market finance reasons why the stock market would be down a thousand points but a big part of it i believe is what's going on in ukraine and the uncertainty in europe and joe biden's failed leadership is having consequences everywhere and it's really the failed leadership of the democratic party in general and out in california i know a lot of you are listening to us and i know a lot of you are fed up with what you're seeing we just played you the idiot governor from new york talking about masks as the equivalent of shoes. Crime is skyrocketing everywhere. Biden doesn't have a solution for that. He doesn't have a solution for inflation. But listen to Gavin Newsom saying, hey, near the train yards where everybody's been stealing all these packages, it looks like a third world country. Yeah, it's what we've been saying for a while, bud. I see what you see. I see what you've been covering. I see what everybody's seeing. Asking myself, what the hell is going on? We look like a third world country, these images, the drone images that were on the nightly news, day in and day out. Some networks weaponizing them for their own you know, political agenda, and others just reporting the damn news fairly and appropriately. And all I can say is um, we need all of us to recognize our collective and individual responsibility to do more and start supporting one another to address these issues. Clay, this is not surprising at all. First of all, I... I think Gavin Newsom, he's he is not dumb. He's just completely shameless and, and without any moral core to speak of and, and, and no real leadership. Gavin Newsom will say whatever he needs to in the moment for the benefit of Gavin Newsom and the Democrat Party's uniparty control of the state of California. So start with that. This is amazing that this guy goes down. He's like, oh, gosh. Look at all these packages strewn about everywhere. All these people doing the stealing is such a bad thing. Wow, somebody really should have been on this for a while. I mean, it's almost like the guy in Casablanca, you know, is shocked, shocked to find gambling going on in this establishment. Yeah, no crap. No surprise. When you stop enforcing criminal laws against things like stealing, when you stop arresting people for that, think about this. If you don't arrest somebody, what? 
You're, you're going to give them a fine? Does anyone think that the career criminals that might get some kind of a ticket to appear or a ticket to pay a fine give a you-know-what about that? And, Clay, this is, this is all part of the same package of left-wing lunacy that they've unfold, unveiled in cities across the country where Democrats have total control. You know, and they have uh, in San Francisco now, they set up these... Uh, these sites where you can inject drugs. We're not even talking about marijuana, folks, okay? We're talking about hardcore injection of heroin. They've set up sites now. So now there's open-air drug use in San Francisco parks. Is any person listening to this surprised at all to find out that the open-air drug market and injection centers that San Francisco has set up are an abject catastrophe that London Breed, the mayor of San Francisco, has had to declare a state of crime emergency, that they've had to flood cops into some of these zones now, up the budgets for law enforcement, increase their overtime, because it turns out when you let people who are drug addicted do this in full view of everybody out in the public, those people are also often deeply psychologically and emotionally unwell. Some of them have longstanding criminal histories, and some of them are a threat to the public. And just now we're supposed to, I mean, how do they not know this? But really it's ideology. I mean, they, they worship at the church of leftism, and all of a sudden they're finding out that that has really bad consequences, Clay. I love that Gavin Newsom said, some of the people are using that for their own, uh, you know, their own benefit, as opposed to just covering it like the news. Everybody's disgusted, Buck. This idea, oh, like if Fox News is showing those uh, clips of the of the packages being looted in L.A., that's not appropriate. They're using it for their own purposes. Yeah, their own purposes are this is wrong. It should be fixed. That's what the job of the media often is, or at least used to be shining a bright light on public policy failures and trying to make those public policy failures get remedied. That's the very essence of what the media's job should be. And they did such a good job that Gavin Newsom at least had to acknowledge this because if there wasn't the media footage of this, he would have pretended like hunky-dory, nothing's a problem. Here's also, I think, why they they have, and it's, it is it was great journalistic work to show this, because what the thefts going on along the trains there. And can I just point out to everybody, Gavin Newsom is such a slimy little coward that he has already, the Union Pacific Railroad uh, thefts are up 160% in the last year, okay? In the last year alone, Gavin Newsom is out there apologizing, Clay, for calling the thieves gangs. He has said (laughs) now, forgive me, this is real, folks, this is a quote, forgive me, they're organized groups, you know. This is this is unpermissioned retail reappropriation. This isn't gang theft. So that's part one. Is that he's still the, the word gangs is worst. offensive now? Gangs is offensive. Gangs is offensive. I mean, tell tell gangs of New York. You know, I mean, you go back in history. You've used the term gang for a long time. But beyond that, the visualization of the thefts along the California railroads. When you see it, you recognize this is happening. Every single day, this is systemic. This is actually going on throughout the whole trains. It's not even just in this one part of California, I can assure you. This is happening all over their state in places where they have these train depots and people realize that this is an easy way to steal stuff. And obviously the state didn't care until now. This isn't a hard thing to figure out, Clay. Think of all of the reported thefts that must have gone on and they just let it happen. 
They just let it happen. I think people have become a little bit terrified because you've started to see the caricatures of the past that we've had of the left and of liberals when it comes to crime. Oh, it's not. I mean, is home invasion really that big a deal? If they're just breaking into your house to steal your stuff, like maybe they need it more than you do. They're actually, and I mean district attorneys, I mean mayors, they're making those cases, have been making those cases publicly. Folks, it's time for a nationwide house cleaning of leftist absurdity on crime. That's what needs to, I hope Republicans lean into this in the midterms. They should. And again, the thing that I keep hammering on this, and it's 100% true, is not being concerned about crime is a luxury of a low crime environment. Believing that people should not be imprisoned is a luxury of a low crime environment. And what we see happen time after time is the people who are going to end up committing violent crimes either have done it in their past. Look at what happened with Waukesha. Look at what happened with that girl working in the furniture shop in L.A. Look at what happened with the woman uh, on the uh, on the, uh, the platform in New York who got shoved right in front of the train. All of the people that have committed those crimes, by and large, are often people with huge rap sheets that should have never been on the street. Ironically, maybe the only thing, Buck, that Joe Biden's almost gotten right in his entire history was the 94 crime bill, which he now repudiates. But that helped in a massive way to drive down the overall rates of crime all over this country. You know that this is because of the church of liberalism. When you think about the irony here of how many leftists, Democrats in America today, Clay, that are in favor of incarcerating people for mask violations, are in favor of sending people to not just quarantine camps, but camps for the unvaccinated. We talked about those numbers recently, you know, 30 percent, 40 percent of Democrats are in favor of those things. believe that your kids should be taken from you if you're a Democrat and you're not vaccinated. The same people who are making the case about incarcerating you for violations of Fauciism will turn around and say, yeah, so we have a career violent criminal. We shouldn't lock him up for a long time because it might hurt his job prospects. They think the former is about public safety and the latter does not matter. And that is what the country is seeing the results of right now. You have to lock up some people for a long time, not just because you need to punish them, but because they are actually a danger to the public, a bigger danger than failing to double mask alone outside. And by the way, you also can't be concerned with whether or not it is a a diverse and inclusive group of prisoners. You lock up the people who commit violent crimes regardless. That's so funny, Buck. Nobody ever says that our crime laws are sexist. Even though men are overwhelmingly charged with we, violent men crimes. Men commit all, basically all the murders. All I mean, 90, 90 plus percent of the murders are men. That's right. You go where the crime is. It's not sexist that men are in prison more than women. It's because men are more violent than women. And so you find violent offenders, most of whom will be male, and you put them in prison. And then you do it over and over and over again for years. And eventually you can help to solve the issues that befall the country today. How I kick off every morning with a cup of delicious Black Rifle coffee. They've got all these different amazing blends and roasts, so you can experience Black Rifle coffee a number of different ways. I want to be fully awake and charged for my day, though. Black Rifle is coffee for people who love America, and it will get you fired up for freedom. This is a company started by military veterans, combat veterans, in fact, from the special operations community. They put the same mission focus every day into their company that they put into serving their country. They're all about bringing you the best and helping law enforcement, veteran, and first responder causes. 
Black Rifle Coffee's high-quality beans come from Colombia and Brazil, roasted five days a week at facilities in Tennessee and Utah. Here's the great part, Clay. They're shipped to our houses. I get it to my house, you get it to your house. How do you drink your Black Rifle? I absolutely love the Mocha cold brew version. In fact, I'm going to have one during the course of today's program. Comes right to my house, pull it right out of the refrigerator. I like it already in a can. I don't have to make it at all. It is fantastic. And you can get hooked up and find out what coffee you like by going to blackriflecoffee.com. You can use the code Clay and Buck at checkout for 20% off your purchase and your first coffee club order. Again, that is the code Clay and Buck at blackriflecoffee.com. Welcome back to the Clay and Buck Show. We were happy to see that at least some libs. And Clay, I will say, that is probably the most left-wing audience, the Bill Maher audience, that you will come across you know, anywhere in the media landscape on a TV that, show. They were cheering, like how yeah. you would break that I, down. I mean, I'm, I managed, I've been on that show twice. Once was right before the pandemic, and once was, was about, I don't know, maybe six months before the pandemic. And uh, it's a, you know, when you have people that are just going to boo everything that you say when you're conservative... That can be a tough one. They clapped, and I think it's because everyone's starting to realize that unless they stop, this goes on forever with the COVID mitigation stuff. But not everybody, (laughs) not everybody is happy to see that sanity is getting a toehold, even on the left, a toehold. The left is still crazy. Fauci is not done. He's not leaving until the Republicans take back power in the midterms because then i mean i would want them to hold hearings every day where they essentially just grill that guy and make him uh answer for what he's done i want fauci crying and apologizing to america for his failures i think he's the most disastrous public official in living memory in the united states and he has caused more harm more misery more destruction to the economy more psychological distress and push more people to self-harm in america than any other person you can possibly think of and I, i honestly believe that and i believe that for months and months now based on the data um, so I think he's horrible. I really, I, I mean that. And since he's never coming on the show, I guess we can just, you know, put all our cards on the table. But here over at the, uh, at the view, Clay, oh no, how dare Bill Maher talk about sanity and being reasonable? Whoopi Goldberg will have none of it. That's not really funny to people who've lost their kids mm, to no. this vaccine or people who've lost family members or dear friends to this. It's it's just, you know, listen, nobody on the planet really wants to go through this. This is not something we're doing because it's, you know, sexually gratifying. This is what we're doing to protect our families. And you don't have to do it, but stay away from everybody. Because if you're the one who's not paying attention, and you're coughing and sneezing. You don't want to then stay okay. out of the public. We man. get it. We get it. See, here, here's the thing. Here's the pr- there's a lot of problems. And by the way, she was reacting to Bill Maher saying mask on, mask off, mask between bites. This is for morons. And he's right, by the way. And everyone listening to this knows he's right. So she hates that. But notice how her thing is fine. You don't want to do it. You just don't ever get to go into society ever again. No, I'm sorry. The neurotics don't get to have their totalitarianism forever. That That's actually not acceptable to me. It's also not effective. Even if you are, remember there used to be a morality angle to whether or not you got COVID. People try to say, oh, how did you get it? Oh, were you not wearing the mask? Oh, did you go to... And then everybody got Omicron, and suddenly it got way more difficult to make it a morality-based angle. Oh, you got it even though you wear masks all day, every day, and you got double-vaxxed, and you got boosted. 
and you uh, have limited your uh, being inside of public places, it doesn't really matter. Everybody's going to get this. Even St. Fauci of the left wing is saying it. So the logic here doesn't even apply because you can be double boosted, triple boosted. Quite Some of these people, Buck, talk about mass psychosis. There, There's an article the other day. Some people have gotten eight or nine or ten shots, Buck. They have continued to go over and over and over again, which probably right. is going to create its own possible ability to have all the chaos there. Let's establish another double standard that's quite obvious here, Clay. Why isn't the media... Remember when the media was making fun of Joe Rogan for horse dewormer? Total slander. Remember when the media was making fun of people? Aha, they're so stupid for drinking fish tank cleaner because they confuse it with hydroxy... Which wasn't even true. That was a whole other thing. That was a, a fabrication. And they said the hospitals were full of people taking hydroxychloroquine. Also a lie. Notice how they don't make fun of, or they don't even point out the stupidity of taking eight shots or ten shots... People are out of their minds. They're obviously crazy. Psychologically unstable, and we are allowing their instability to govern the lives of many people out there. You, your kids, your family. It's nonsense. Mike Lindell is the inventor of MyPillow. He has a passion to help you get the best sleep of your life. His team fit us for our very own MyPillows, among their other incredible products. Radio listeners have been buying into MyPillow because it's an incredible company. So that's why Mike has another special offer for our listeners. My slippers, 50% off with the promo code Clay and Buck. My wife wears these everywhere, all throughout the house. She bought them for all of her running buddies. She loves these. You will, too. They're incredible. They also have right now an overstock sale. Includes deep discounts on select pillows, towels, sheets, and more for a limited time. How do you get hooked up? Well, you go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener specials. Right now, you get 50% off the My Slippers. All My Pillow products, 60 day money back guarantee. Here's what you do MyPillow.com, enter the promo code Clay and Buck. You can also call 800 792 3269 for these great radio specials. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Today, more than ever, we're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills. But where do you start? Unless you're a medical bill expert, finding savings can seem impossible. And who has the time? HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your family's insurance and reviews your medical claims as they come in from your healthcare providers. Then, HealthLock's technology flags and alerts you to any errors like overbilling 
wrong codes and frauds to help you and your family save. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from selected past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save more than $130 million. Saving on medical bills starts with knowing where to look. And HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden medical bill errors. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. That's HealthLock.com. Pure Talk, the cell phone company we both rely on, is further investing in their customers without charging an extra penny. Pure Talk is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, but now they're giving you coverage in more than 50 countries, too. Unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. You keep your phone number and your phone unless you want to get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Up to you. Go to puretalk.com slash clay and make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash clay and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Switch to Pure Talk so you can have more money to travel with this summer. Welcome back in Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Encourage you to go subscribe to the podcast. Make sure you don't miss a moment as long as we're still allowed to be up there. YouTube interview with Rand Paul been taken down. The guy who knows a little bit about that is Project Veritas's James O'Keefe. He joins us now. Uh, James, what's the latest on the, uh, it's crazy to say this, but the FBI investigation into... The daughter uh, of uh, Joe Biden, the journal, like kind of fill people in on how crazy this whole story has been. Um, well, the latest, I mean, it's hard to summarize in a, in a New York minute, but I'll do my best. Um, the federal judge ordered the FBI stop going through my phones. Uh, federal judge assigned what's called a special master to oversee uh, the FBI, after the FBI raided my home, took my two iPhones, uh, which is a horrible violation of my rights as an American journalist. Again, a source transmitted me the daughter of the president's diary some year, year, a few months ago. Um, we didn't think it was stolen. We it's, Now it's coming out it wasn't. But even if it was, it was my right as a reporter to receive information and publish it. I chose not to. So a lot of unanswered questions and you know, this, this one's just a complete stunner. It doesn't make any sense why the Department of Justice would execute a federal search warrant on a journalist's home for a source transmitting a document. U.S. attorneys in the Southern District of New York argued before the judge that I'm, quote, not a journalist because I, quote, don't get consent from the people I report on, Buck. This is an argument so absurd and so preposterous it was rejected by the judge um, but the question remains, why is my government targeting me? Is it because I'm doing the right thing? Is it because we're exposing what people don't want exposed? Well, that's the paragon of journalism. It's what I write about in this book called American Muckraker. Certainly, they've been coming after me for years for exposing what people don't want exposed. But there's a lot of unanswered questions, and uh, I don't know what the answer to those questions are. J- yeah, James, I mean, I'm sorry to pose another question that I think you probably will have a difficult time answering because I'm not sure... In fact, I would wager the DOJ couldn't even really answer it. But even even taking their stolen property premise for a moment, and, I, and I'm essentially asking you now to go into the minds of the American Cheka, for those who are historians or know about the secret police inside of, of Russia, pre-KGB. 
Um, they're telling you that it was a stolen a stolen journal. How is that a federal crime? <laughs> That's the part of how would that be the FBI? I mean, it's it's someone's diary. Well, first of all, well, first of all, it appears not to be have not to have been stolen by virtue of their own admissions in in recent uh, revelations and documents and New York Times stories where it was abandoned. Right. Important point, James. But but let's just I mean, I'm I'm trying to say their pretext here, which clearly it is a pretext. I don't think they care, man. I don't think they care. I really don't. I was incarcerated in 2010. In, in, in a story which I write about, American Muckraker, where they had me in shackles and they said, oh, you the boys that did an acorn story. They're t- referring to a story I did about acorn, these, these federal officials in New Orleans. Yeah, we remember that accident. one. Yeah. And then they said, oh, you the boys that did the acorn, we're going to have to keep you overnight. This is about power. This isn't about justice or law or standards or anything. They would never, ever, ever raid a home of a 60 Minutes reporter, obviously, because that would create a backlash. And in this case, Buck, it did create a backlash by the ACLU. The ACLU defended me. The Reporters Committee defended me. The Society of Professional Journalists. How many times in your career have you guys seen the ACLU defend someone like me? Because the, the Supreme Court of the United States has established in uh, Bartnicki v. Vopper from 2001 that a journalist has a right, a constitutional right, to receive a document from a source even if that document was stolen by a third party, so long as I had nothing to do with the theft. Why the FBI is raiding journalists' homes over someone's diary, well, that's a question, you're, you know, that, that's a question that seems to have a self-evident answer, but I don't want to speculate. But furthermore, why are the, why are the feds involved? And, and obviously, uh, you know, is slightly terrifying at the time, but we, it has not stopped us. If anything, it's emboldened us. More people are coming to us now than ever before because they seem to trust us by virtue of the fact that we are being targeted by our government. Well, first of all, I give credit to the ACLU for standing on principle here as opposed to standing on politics because it's 100 percent the right side to be defending you. But we know that the ACLU has not always been standing on principle of late. But I just want to ask you this, James, because I think it's kind of a fascinating question. Imagine that Ivanka Trump had had a journal that contained uh, potentially disparaging commentary about Donald Trump. And that journal had made its way to a journalist. And while Mm -hmm. Trump was president, the FBI had raided that journalist's home. The resulting Mm -hmm. fallout is what? I mean, it's it, it's th- th- that that's a paradox because th- because that would never happen. It's an American paradox, um, and I think that uh, um, this we're living through history. I don't know how else to put it. I write in this book, American Muckraker. Uh, you know, the, the suffering that we have to endure as citizens for doing the right thing and the pain. Clearly, you have to be a masochist to do what we do here because no one wants to be in handcuffs. They put me in handcuffs. They had a battering ram at 6 a.m., and they raided my home, and it, and, it, and it was a kind of psychological carnage for doing the right thing, by the way, because you want to you be presented with a paradox. Here's one. What should I have done? If someone sends me a document, we try to corroborate it. I, I failed to, or at least I thought I failed to authenticate the document. It appears to have been authenticated by now, but at the time, you stumble across something as a reporter. You try to corroborate it. You try to do the right thing. And I said, you know what, I don't think public eyes should see this, the, the, these, these writings because I can't verify them if they occurred and if it belongs to her with 
accuracy. And then I tried to give it back to local law enforcement in Florida. And then my home gets raided and they put me in handcuffs. So this is a, this is a dystopian piece of science fiction. But I think if you keep going, and this is the message of my book, American Muckraker, if you keep going, we just had a story last week involving documents from the Department of Defense that, that then Anthony Fauci talked about them in the Senate. The, 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 the source came to us with those documents precisely because the FBI is targeting Project Veritas and because the New York Times works in harmony with the FBI. The, the, this is the reality that we're living in, and we have to figure out how to do journalism in clown world. We're speaking to James O'Keefe. He has a new book out, American Muckraker. And James... I'm just going to put this out there. How many journalists, even in back channel, right? Because obviously, if you work at CNN or New York Times, whom I think are, are journalistic entities that are devoted to the destruction of conservatism and conservatives generally, but you specifically, I think that's fair to say. I think they would be very pleased to see you not only ruined professionally, but even imprisoned if they could, if they could get away with it. Do any journalists, though, reach out to you who are from mainstream publications and say, hey, I just appreciate that you actually do what we pretend to do, or are they too scared? I would say they're too scared to say that publicly. Many do reach out. Some, in fact, do do it publicly. Ben Smith at the New York Times, and I, and I think he was quite courageous. Now, what's ironic is that he just left the New York Times. I don't know if these two are related. Ben Smith came out and said, journalists should not be cheerleading the attacks against Project Veritas. And once Ben gave others the permission to do so, you had a lot of others come out, like Trevor Tim at Freedom of the Press, uh, Freedom of the Press Foundation. But most of these things that people say are, are said covertly. You know, for example, we we have a, a story. I'll break a little news on your program of of New York Times reporters who are, you know, you know, covertly recorded. Um, that's going to be coming out in a few weeks. And the things that they say, and the things that we've heard people say inside CNN, is that CNN is not doing what they're supposed to do. But most of these people, of course, want their, they have their mortgage and they have their pensions and they have their material possessions in life. And they're too afraid to, to go against the established narrative. Because let's face it, the New York Times and CNN have enormous power because of the power that's granted to them by the algorithms at tech. So, so if you go against that orthodoxy, you will be, you will be targeted, defamed. Uh, uh, you know, have your reputation dragged through the mud, and people just don't like that. I write about in this book how to survive that psychological abuse, how to deal with it, how to how to muster the strength and sometimes the courage by telling the stories of people who did blow the whistle and did take those arrows. And it's not as bad as you might think, particularly in this day and age when there is the majority of people on our side. James O'Keefe, founder of Project Veritas. American Muckraker is the book. James, stay safe, man. Come back and talk to us. Tell us how the fight goes. Thank you. My friends, we know you love freedom and you want to defend it. I'm speaking of the freedoms defined in our Constitution. We love our freedoms, too. The same is true on the campus of Hillsdale College, the best liberal arts college in America. Their professors and administration go to great lengths in teaching the virtues of our Constitution. Hillsdale's mission is pursuing truth and defending liberty. It's been that way for nearly 160 years. It gives its undergraduate and graduate students the best education and is working to make this education available to all, from offering free online courses to helping support great K-12 schools. But, Clay, there's an amazing outreach that Hillsdale's doing right now for free 
for this audience? What can folks get? It's no doubt. It's their free monthly speech digest of liberty. It's called Imprimis. Over 6 million households and businesses receive this for free each month, and you can join them by subscribing at clayandbuckforhillsdale.com. No strings attached. Generous donors who love freedom make it possible for Hillsdale to send it to you for free. It's one of our favorite publications. Short, smart, useful, and fun. Start receiving your own free copy of this great digest of liberty. Visit clayandbuckforhillsdale.com. That's clayandbuckforhillsdale.com. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 